Hey everybody, it's Rem DDT, and I'm back for another broadcast. 6.08, Mountain Standard Time, Boise, Idaho. And uh, what a beautiful day. So, sitting here drinking tea, and I was thinking about uh, yesterday's broadcast, and what I wanted to finish talking about was the, the, the whole build-up to this whole thing about entitlement. Ah, tea. Good for the body, good for the soul. <laughs> so... So in, 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 in the area of self-care and, you know, really, really taking care of yourself, you have, you've got areas where you have to, we have to work. We have the physical, you know, I love working out on that rowing machine, which I'm going to do after I do this podcast or broadcast here today. I want to get down on this rowing machine and get down, do some rowing. Actually, it's making me feel real good. Um. And I'm noticing a difference already, which is amazing. Yeah. Excuse me, I had a little bit of a sinus thing going on. It snowed yesterday. wasn't supposed to. <laughs> Actually, it was. I was fighting God about this snow thing, man. If I leave the weather alone, it stays normal. It's snowing right now. If I touch it, it I can make it switch to dry. It's a nice day. I'm going to go right back to snow if I allow it to go. And so it's like, wow, cool. This is really cool. Thanks. Good. I'm the operator. Yeah, you were right. Yay. I'm totally serious about this, and I'm not kidding. This has been going on for years. But the interesting thing was, I was arguing about snow. I knew it was going to rain yesterday, but I didn't know if it was going to. I didn't want it to snow. And the day before that, I we gotten our um, hedge whacked, whackadoodle the edge of it off because it was hanging out in the road. These guys came by, went, man, took them like 15 minutes. They were done, gone. I was like, well, tree guys around here are cool. We got a lot of tree cutters in the city because we got a lot of trees. We live in the city of trees. Boise, La Bois means the trees. Lewis and Clark, they were the guys that named this valley. Yes, we were on the Oregon Trail. So, anyway, enough of that. So, anyway, um, so they did this thing. They, they, they took this the hedge out, out of here really quick. So, I'm like, oh, now underneath the hedge is like, <laughs> messed up you know so i'm like okay so i gotta sit there scrape that stuff because i know it's gonna rain tomorrow which was yesterday so back up two days i was out there scraping that stuff get it all out that's when i had to deal with the issue of the last broadcast and that's when i did the the cutting the soul kai cutting thing the the um the, the burn what i call the burn so because i take this stuff write it down and I burn it um okay where did i pick that up from well it is uh in some ritualistic stuff that people do but uh churches uh youth groups i've been live to a lot of work with youth groups a lot over the years and um and uh it really uh, a lot of work man i mean talk about having a prophetic ministry my prophetic ministry really sparked while i was working with youth groups and just like took off and um man i helped a lot of a lot of people that were in these church the churches where i was at um their families uh get back together and stay together where the kids and the, the you know the son and the father were in dissonance or was able to just by speaking into the kid's life just you know it's prophetically though with spirit of prophecy would just come out and just speak to him and build the kid up and man i see what you're dealing with with your dad this one kid i came down and sat down next to john i go like i said hey john how's it going he goes uh it's going all right i go dad huh he goes how do you know i go feel it he goes really and i go yeah I go, yeah, obviously. I just said your dad, and you never said a word to me. And he goes, 
I know, it's tripping me out. And I go, he goes, what do you see? And I go, towing. And he goes, whoa, he goes, it's exactly what I'm dealing with. I go, he goes, how do you see that? And I go, it's Holy Spirit. I just see it on the inside. I see pictures and I hear the words. I hear what God's saying. And um, it's getting heavy in this room right now. Um, so, you know, I'm sitting there talking to him and he's like, wow. I says, you know, your dad's, and I, I would just explain to him his dad's position in life. That's what I did. Still, man, your dad works really hard. And he loves you so much. You're his pride and joy. He goes, and you know, and he just, and, and then I just, whatever I told him, it just came out of the Spirit of God, just shared with him. Next thing I know, the guy's in the sanctuary giving his dad a big old hug and crying. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> you know, and then Joseph comes up to me, his, uh, Joseph Nooner, and he comes up to me and he goes, puts his uh, hand on my shoulder. He goes, whatever you said to my son, thank you so much. And he gave me a big hug. He goes, yeah. he goes hey, I mean, it was a good hug. And he goes, I've been trying to get through to him for so long. He goes, and he starts crying on my shoulder. I'm like going, whoa, okay, this is, a, sh this is my every shit, you know. Yeah, spirit of prophecy. Walking in this responsibility, you know, when you're once with the Lord Jesus. And uh, shit gets heavy. And uh, you take a lot of hits, though, too, because, you know, you have this nature now that's different. It's different from everybody else. That's most of the people that you know and that grew up with or around you, or you start to notice that there's differences. Or they're liking things. That you just don't like these things anymore. You used to be like this, and you just. And it says in the scriptures, it says, "Hey, they're gonna say to you, well, come with us. Why, why don't you hang out with us anymore? It's because you're different.' And the truth is, is that you are. And it's actually in the Old Testament that talks about that. You know, um, the old life calling you back. You know, and you know you can't go back. Now that was years ago, and I'm still walking in this helping people and loving people this way, you know, with families, working with families and doing stuff. And But it's not in a church setting anymore. It's more just out, in, out here in the wilderness. So if anything, I'm one in the wilderness crying out, you know, make straight the way of the Lord because right now there's so much hypocrisy going on. And it was even in my own life, you know, and I've had to deal with my own hypocrisy. And sometimes I still find places where I'm a hypocrite and some things I'm going, what the heck is wrong with me? I stop that. And then I stop it, change it, work on that. Stop for a little bit and work on stuff. You end up in places where you're, you think you're stuck, but you actually, we actually create our environments by our thinking and our heart, and we do. And when we live in them, we say our environments are affecting us, but we're not. No, it's, what I mean is, is that we're manifesting these things, man, in our lives, and then we go, man, we say, well, everything's doing this to me, and and then, you know, but the truth is, is that it's not, that's not how it's working. You, you ask for it. You're living in it. So I'm like, oh, man. When I realized that years back, about nine years ago, I realized that I went, some things started to change. Now, I'm getting started on this over again. So I had already 50 some odd years, up to 50 years, and then, bam, everything changed. I'm awake now. I get a, I get a new beginning. All that old stuff. So on. But it's still, it's still fresh. So it was still only just nine years ago I woke up. So still some of this stuff still affects me. So I'm still working on things. And um, so you learn it. You learn as you go. You learn that, you know, wellness is a better path than self-destruction. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? And when you realize that and you change, it, sometimes it freaks everybody out. And when you don't even realize you're it's still in a self-destructive path up to the point where I woke up, had the awakening. After the awakening, I was like, oh, crap. And I still got things I got to work on to change, but working away from it. It's like, great, good, good, because I'm now I'm growing. 
I'm not in a place of self-destruction because when you're in a place of self-destruction, guess what? You've just stunted your own growth. You're stuck there. And you're not going to get past that place at all until you deal with that thing that's keeping you stuck in that self-destructive behavior. That's the truth. And what frustrates most people is they feel like everything's against them and it's happening to them, but it's not. It's happening because of them. Our lives are happening because of our choices. It's not happening to us, sure. It does happen to us, yeah. But it's our choices that are happening to us. So basically, we're reaping what we sow, like it says in the scriptures. That's actually true. Yeah, on every level. It's the way it works. Yeah, some say, well, it's the way the universe works. I've even used that term to broaden my audience, maybe. But the actual truth is, is it's just the way it is. Period. So, what do we do about it when it is that way? With that knowledge, we go forth with, oh, crap, we got to be more careful. We have to be more responsible because now we're accountable somewhere to somebody, somehow, if not to ourselves, to do the right thing. Think about it. Or does self-integrity play in that? Keeping your word, but also doing the right thing according to what you know is to be right against what is wrong. You see? So there is a right and wrong, yeah. There is a black and white in life, yeah. We like living in the color. The color's great. We love that. But remember, the edges are black and white. And for some people, they're just stuck there. They can't get out of that. A lot of religiously wound up people are that way, but so are a lot of atheists, too. Hmm. Figure that one. Go figure that one. Belief's a powerful thing. Some people believe that they're entitled to your time, your resources, your opinion, your your heart, your allegiance, because your family, your blood's thicker than water, you hear all that stuff, but then you'll find out that blood actually will just try to destroy you. They may be entitled, think they're entitled to everything that you, but then they'll also destroy you. How's that, how, what makes it, what, whoa, how's that fit in? Destruction fits in that one? Going around destroying your reputation behind your back or doing other things, you know, to destroy you. Maybe right up to your face. Maybe um, you're married and you're you're hanging out with these people and they're cool and you, like but the husband's hitting on your wife. You don't really you, you just got they just thinking you know you talk to your wife about it and she's like oh they're just he's just flirty and you know and you know and so you're cool with it you know but then all of a sudden it starts to go too far. Pretty soon it gets really far. And then you like pull away and your wife's mad at you because you pulled away because she's missing her friend. But you're like, oh, man, he's hitting on but the husband's hitting on And you're like, she's like, no, but he is actually doing it, but she's not listening. You're like, now you're feeling betrayed. Do you see how that stuff barrels out? Pretty crazy, huh? It happens every day. It happens to all of us all the time. It happens at work. I'm sure you can think of some scenarios at work where that's happened. Situations. Boss. You. Other employees. Maybe not you. Maybe you're just watching it. If you're like my, me, I sit around listening to silence a lot. I'm not listening to silence, though. I listen to quiet a lot. I sit in a little quiet and listen, especially when I drive. When I walk, I don't use my radio and I put earbuds in and distract myself. I've been doing that for lots of years. It started back in the 90s. So lots of years. And the reason why was because I wanted to hear God... I wanted to hear God's voice. If, if God wanted to say something to me, what, and I have all this noise going on around me, and I'm listening to it, 
then how can I be listening to God for God's voice? But I want his voice. I want to hear what he has to say to me about things. Even if, he, even if there's nothing, just to sit in his presence and just listen, just, just to see if there is. Doing that's actually afforded me a lot of really cool stuff because, yeah, he does talk. So he says, you talk to God and hold that. And then he'll sarcastically jump all over me for that, but I don't care. Yeah, and you can too. Everybody can. It's inside of us. It's all around us. The life that we breathe, the air that we breathe is filled with the age. He's the life in the air. He's the life that gives our bodies life. He's the life that gives our spirit life. He's, he is what life is. He's here, not separate. Don't think agnostically about it. <laughs> it's pretty pessimistic, actually. And here, man. This is just my take on it, okay? You'll get your own. I experience God my way. Experience God your way. It's all good. Share your experiences with me because I'd like to check it out because I'm interested. I'm an adventurous soul. So I think fucking people like sometimes we have to do these things like really get drastic in our in our wellness, on our on our path of wellness. So I was really sick and so I came from a place where I was really super sick, had some surgeries that even took it even more out of me. Died a couple times in those surgeries, which even took it even more out of me. It was the last two surgeries too, which is unique. I was thinking about that yesterday. It was until the very last two surgeries that happened. I was like, whoa, man. But I was really, really, really wanting to check out during that time. I, I was suicidally bound inside. I really was self-destructively bound inside still. I didn't know all that, though. Didn't know that. Lost calling out for God, please. If you, if I, I just don't want to live in this suffering and misery anymore. There's something wrong with me. I need fixed. Help me. If you're gonna kill me, kill me now because I'm just done with it. This place sucks. I hate this fucking world. That's where I was at. Some of you guys are there right now. Depressed, oppressed, and fucking, you know, the whole works. Um, Jesus saved me, man. Led me to, check this out, man. I said this the other day. I didn't discover this until just recently. I was just thinking about it and I was like, what the heck? Okay, so some people are wired to cheat, to fight, to seek God in life right out of the gate. I, that was how I was, just wound up. I, spiritually wound connected and wound and understand things of the spirit and can operate in things of the spirit right out of the gate you know uh, reading hearts or uh, people's minds or whatever things like that you know when I was a kid and stuff like that as we go sensitive to the animals and the animals being sensitive to me and being able to actually get them to do shit that other people can't do I still can do that I just proved it the other day again and then you know oh I got a dog story coming up here too at the end of this so, so anyway so what happens is so yeah you go you know Go through life and you're some, some people are keyed in to s s not seek God but to seek other things right just depends on how you're keyed in now there's a variety of ways for your key of keys you know how we're keyed in but anyway here's the thing though some people are keyed right in to go in self-discovery right away okay most of us are not those people that are keyed in self-discovery right away we all often look at them and think oh they're mature mature people than they are but they're some of them are lacking the understanding of 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 personal friendship with god you know through a relationship with jesus even so we'll just add that too because that's where mine comes from but here's the thing man <laughs> i went from having me keyed in going to church trying to find god all that stuff and seeking it finally eventually doing that settling down meditating with god god led me to meditate 
for my health reasons and all that other stuff said here try this check this out led me to it gave the information to me led me right to it gave the information to me showed me what to do helped me to do it all along the way coaxing me the whole way to do what self-discovery because that's where i started self-discovery was nine years ago yeah I'm sure you're discovering about yourself before that you discovered our old dark side when you're lost but now it's like the light side of me i get the light side now because i woke up in the light now i'm like a light i'm awake I'm full of light now. My body's full of light. He said, if you're happy, full of light, your whole body be full of light. Well, guess what? Yeah, my eyes still full of light. My whole body's still full of light because I'm emanating light everywhere I go. And guess what it's doing to the darkness? It's disrupting everything. It's just some things that you have to really drastically let go of, though, on this path of wellness, on this path of well-being. It's a different path. It's not destructive. It's not self-destructive. You have to let go of all the toxicity, all the toxic stuff, not even means relationships. Sometimes you have to go to drastic measures like do a burn like I did, write it down. Where did I pick that up at? Youth group, yeah, the churches, youth group, youth ministries, the churches. Um, uh, let's see, uh, uh, church camp, church camp. Yeah, that was another one too. They did it with church camp with youth groups, and but also adult church camp. We did it too. The adults did a burn. We did fire burns where we just wrote things, things down that we wanted to see change in our lives. Um, we wrote down our sins or whatever we wanted to overcome. And then the next time we did two burns. One night we did sins and stuff and all our confession to God of our darkness and stuff. And just, you know, becoming accountable to God and just coming out into the light and not hiding anything from God. And you write that down, throw it in the fire. Everybody walk up, throw it in the fire. They didn't tell each other anything. We prayed over it for each other, but we didn't tell each other what we were doing. We just let them, it was all personal. We let them, we all did it as a group. And then, and then, and then we did the next night. And this is at a church camp. And then the next night we did, um, we wrote down, uh, you know, uh, the uh, the things that we wanted to see, uh, the better things we wanted to see in life. And as I got going, I started realizing that if I went and I wrote those things that I wanted to see better, and those things happened, and, it, and believe me, those things did shift and take place in my life too. Yeah, just within a few years. So I was like, man, this is powerful. So I started looking into that to see, if, does anybody else do this Native American student? I got it from the Native Americans. And I was thinking, wow, okay, so, you know, they, you know Imagine what you get from Native Americans is really good stuff, man. Okay, so they did that, man. That was powerful in my life. I'm thinking, wow, okay. So I started practicing that. You know, I'd, I'd get relationship with a gal. I'd go through that. I'd have to do the same thing. I'd do that. Eventually, I wouldn't be able to get past the freaking the, the, the stuff, the issues I was dealing with in the relationship. Finally, I'd do one of those burns. Bam, it would sever. Didn't have to deal with it anymore. Didn't have to deal with the thinking, the arguments that are going on in our heads away from each other. You know, that we're not even near each other because we're split up and we're arguing and yelling at each other and stuff and still raw. It stopped every bit of that. So I started practicing that. And I'd show other people that and they would do it too. And I'd be like, man, that was powerful. And I'd go, I know. Then there's other people who sit there and tell you, well, not all you need is blah, blah, blah. And they'll just give you scriptures and you just need to believe the scriptures and stuff. Hey, I did that for years and didn't work until I finally did a burn and it did work. <sighs> what the heck? It's because some things don't work on every, some things just, that whole intellectualism doesn't work for me. It's more of the ritualistic things that sometimes that do work for me. I've found. That's just how I'm wired. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing because I'm finding out how I operate and what works for me. Because that other shit that I was doing, I was dying, literally dying to death. I was dying without God dying. I was looking for God still. Even though I was a minister and all these great things, I was still dying. Self-destructive. Until then, and then it changed, and just just a self-destructive behavior just upon a year ago. Some more stuff fell off. I'm like, wow, 
I didn't even see things the way I did before. And, and it's everything's shifting and changing. And I'm discovering who I, what I like and how I operate, how my body should have been operating to begin with in the first place instead of doing it the way it was. And I did that for all those years, man. I was 50 when it started to change. You know? Well, 51. I'm 60, but, you know, 51, 52. However long ago it was, <laughs> it was nine years ago in August, so count backwards for me, okay? I don't know, I'm still not awake. Look, man, math ain't my brilliant skill, but hey, I have been like, studying polygrapharian math and some other things, um, geometric, uh, geom sacred geometry, sacred geometry and um, uh, spiritual geometry and things like that, um, and some other stuff, and I find it very fascinating. Oh my gosh, we really are layered. Our, everything is layered, everything is. But we're, there's a lot of layers to us, okay? So, whatever it takes to get free so you can be well. Because life just kind of comes at you. And, and and listen, sever every contract you have, unless you're married, you know, and or you do business. But sever every soul contract you have and start with a clean slate. Do some breathing, do some internal work. Get rid of the static, inner static. Open up yourself to creativity. If you need help, meditate with a theta wave. <laughs> Open yourself up to some creativity and see what beautiful things you can bring forth this day into this world. God bless you. Don't touch the We'll be right back. Rev DDT, Universal Broadcast. Broadcasting live across the universe. This is Rev DDT. <laughs> I just like saying that's fun. <laughs> Later. <laughs> You guys are awesome, man. God bless you, man.